Hello and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast. This is Josh. And this is Max. And uh, I'm pretty excited um, because uh, we're going to talk about um, Doctor Strange into the mouth of madness or multiverse. 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 Oh, you know, there you know we go. What's funny? It, so, so there's an old uh, John Carpenter movie called Into the Mouth of Madness, and you, you know this this movie was directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, who's kind of a horror movie guy, but he's also famous for doing the, the first three Spider-Man. First right? three, I think he did all. Yeah, I think he did all three yes. of the first first three Spider-Man, and um, you know. It reminded me while I was watching it, uh, for my part, first of all, it reminded me how mediocre I thought uh, the Black Widow was. Or, um, yes, it, yes. The, the, yep. And like, like that really was a dog. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that movie suffered from almost being kind of like a stereotypical spy spy movie mm-hmm. in a world with Mission Impossible. Um, it's hard to be it's, – it's hard to basically have – um, just another James Bond movie. Right, right. Yeah, I, I just because thought... that was that that was I feel like kind of the base the basis of the Black Widow movie was it it was another James Bond movie. Right. Well, and also then it made me think of the Shang Chi also, which I liked so much better than Black Widow, but was still a f- pretty basic story, especially compared to what we've got going on here. Yes. With, because I I have to admit, and I think I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, that um, that I, I felt like I was getting a little burnt out on uh, Marvel, Marvel and that I, I you know, I was just like, I, I don't know that I can build up that degree of enthusiasm again. But then but but I, I felt like this was well, first of all, it was beautiful in yes, terms of the, the, the way special that special effects everything that was shot all the colors all... which a surprising amount of it was physical actually a surprising amount of it to me yeah, at least was physical shots there was a lot of green screen though there Did, was indeed yeah yeah i think i talked to but you like, but, oh. but but like um so you know the scene after um when they're in the the place that had just been destroyed Right, and okay, about the yeah. middle, the villain destroys the area. Yeah, the cotton the, candy yeah. land the, or whatever. No, 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 the place where, like, uh, anyway, like the monastery. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 all of so the the surrounding was CGI, but the rubble was um was legit. Okay, no, I yeah. I did not know that. Did you? Uh, I think I talked about it on here. The Judd Apatow movie, The Bubble. Did I, did I talk about it? You a did. little bit. You might have talked about it last week. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, it was funny because one of the so the the crux of that movie is they're filming a movie and it's during a pandemic. And um, however, um, uh, uh, there's all this stuff that's green screened, and so it shows them all on the green screen, and it also shows the transition to what it is that they're doing, and uh, or what it looks like on the with on the, with yes, the actual yes. background or whatever. And I, I couldn't help but reflect back on that a couple times during this movie, thinking that that's funny. They're just standing there, or that's just you know, like when they when he and Wanda you know fly yes. up at each other, the fact that they're oh, just yeah. just sitting there, but it looks like they're you know, or uh, or when there's like the four massive ogre things in front of Wanda and she's doing her yeah thing. It's like, oh, she, there's nothing there. no, nothing's <laughs> going on um it, but it, I, I thought that um which the, I feel like we should establish um the spoiler light by the oh, way. oh yeah yeah spoiler light uh, to be honest no uh, it will probably be spoiler heavy I'm I think I'm oh gonna, okay cool, yeah cool. I'm willing okay, to talk cool. because 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 there are some things that I, I want to talk about that that probably are um that definitely heavy duty spoilers. Re- require spoilers so uh spoiler alert um by the way if you decide that you want to wait, how about you just turn the volume down and just let it play 
um, so that we, so that we <laughs> still get that play. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, All right. So, uh, okay, then I guess we're gonna go really into spoilers. You, we're definitely gonna go into spoilers. All right. Okay. Um, do, do you have something? Specific, uh, what did you think of the villain? Um, I was, I, you know what? I was pleased with the. Vi- Here's my my question about the villain. This is what what I believe that I understand. Right. Is that that it was a message of like duality, and so the Scarlet Witch was using Wanda in order to gain power. So she was using it, 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 this, that's the way that I interpreted how it went down because it seemed like oh okay wait, no wait, no go on go okay, on no okay. keep going keep going keep okay. going okay it's going. it seemed like initially it's Wanda who wants to maintain the life for her kids or maintain the world where her kids right. live okay and then however it turns out the Scarlet Witch is really pushing things right but it feels like she's using that desire of wanda's and then what ends up happening is as soon as she gets the book yes. or gets or actually gets america rather yes then she ditches wanda but it's still the scarlet witch she sends wanda back to the the other world so to speak so that 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 was my interpretation of what what happened there and what, what do you what do you mm. think about it uh, go 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 uh, or Wait, wait, wait. Okay, whatever. okay, okay. Then I have a question for like, what it like? Uh, then what? What do you mean then by duality? Well, in other words, she was um, Wanda was both. Well, I guess the duality being that there is the character that is Wanda, who is actually the good guy, right? And then there's the character who that is, is the, the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch who is the one who's motivated by power. And since there's all this multiverse of madness, that it's different aspects of the same person. Person. Okay. That's the way that I... So, okay. I more saw it as it was always the same person the whole time who was just corrupted by ideals and this magical, mystical power that she found with the book. Okay, so you don't see those as as two as uh, two separate, separate characters, no. But okay. that's yeah, no. Um, but that's also because I've read a lot of comics, and the characters are one and the same in the comics. Well, in the MCU, like it wasn't until literally um Wanda the WandaVision show that they identified the Scarlet Witch as being a thing, and in that show, they definitely made it seem like a separate entity. Okay. So like the um. That makes sense, I guess, is my conclusion. I, I will say that I was concerned that it wouldn't make sense. And that I would yes. say I, it, it made a lot of sense to me. One of the things that I thought was cool that kind of gave me chills yesterday when I was thinking about it was that because, okay, so they established this, that like you, the dreams that you have are the other worlds that, that you live in or all the, all the other multiverses. And then, you know, they also established that all of them behave differently and have different aspects. things, aspects in these different universes. And it struck me all of a sudden that the entirety of the MCU could, it, we could just describe it as a multiverse of this, yep. this earth yes. and that everybody, you know, everybody who is in this realm right now could well be like a superhero in some other yes. world or whatever. So I, 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 that, yeah, the, the little fanboy cool. nerd yeah. in me yeah. uh, thought, thought that that was pretty cool. I did have a little bit of beef with, and again, this is spoiler heavy, but at the very end when he meets up with the, uh, Doctor Strange, the other Doctor Strange. Is it the, the evil Sinister one? Strange? Yes, is what I, yes. Okay. And, and Sinister Strange is like, well, how do I know that you're you? And he, and tells he starts his, rattling off, ra- and rattling then, off then the story. And I was thinking, well, w- wait a minute. We, this should be different. The, it, yeah, you can't be confident that it, there would be anything in common, considering the fact that one of the deals is they go, and then the green light means stop, yes. and the red light means go. Yeah. And so, if if things can be that opposite, how could you possibly well, well, share? Which I was, there, there was. I feel like that's another. There was 
you, of course, you know Chekhov's gun. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Th- there was that, and then there was another example of Chekhov's oh, gun. Oh, should, should we do Chekhov's gun? Yes. Okay. okay, yeah, so Chekhov's gun is, it's um it's a short story um rule re- made by a short storyteller, and where he ba- this guy basically said, Chek- uh, um something Chekhov, basically said, if, uh, the rule basically means, Chekhov. yeah, and the rule basically means, um so if you're writing a murder mystery, and someone walks into a room, and a description of the room is made, and someone mentions that there's a gun on the wall, it doesn't have to happen now. It doesn't even have to happen in this act. But at some point throughout the story, that gun needs to be used. Mm-hmm. And it basically means details mentioned or specified must always be important in order to keep the audience in the flow of the story. And it's funny how predictable things become when once you, once you understand that that cliche or that motif that that's that that's going to happen. It's it's what what I think is funny too is that if if you are paying close attention to a movie without knowing the concept of Chekhov's gun people can often make predictions yes. but once you know the concept of Chekhov's gun name it. it's like bam right exactly. away you know it's exactly gonna happen my okay. other one it was a lot smaller than this one but it was uh during the green bowl always during the training sessions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they just had this green bowl they just had this green bowl so everyone everyone is human except for this weird anthropomorphic bowl dude it's oh yeah the chilling. minotaur yeah, 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 yeah. that's just chilling and just doing magic stuff and mm-hmm. then they and then it's like he dies and it's like oh i guess he died and then it shows that he's like barely alive and then he just does nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, right. He's the only non-human character in the whole thing. There's no name, no like. This is there's no like. This is Bob. He's from this other universe. Right. Like, he, he's just tr- he's just he's cruising just around chilling. with everybody. Else. Right. And you're right. He's it's the only non-human character exactly. at that that uh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. The, the I mean, different thing. We're also like, and this is our ostrich person, and this is our like. I'd be like, okay, then that that makes sense that we're not gonna. Well, you know, it, it was kind of reminiscent of like a Star Wars um, yeah. bar scene or something like that, where it just but there's multiple. By, but there's multiple aliens. <laughs> There. In this case, it's just the bull, exactly. the lone, lonely old bull. Exactly. Because I was saying, like, at least in that bar, there was like Chewie, and there was the guy who had um the guy right next to the guy who got his arm cut off. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. So, so the the what's interesting? It's funny that you bring that up. Is and the Chekhov's gun thing because um one of the things that I've turned on um at the end of the night there's on Netflix and I I think it's like three years old maybe I think it's 2019 I don't know it's a Rob Lowe hosted thing and it's called um the greatest movie cliches or something about cliches of all time interesting yeah yeah it's pretty interesting it's a shame because they list these movie cliches and then they show clips but for each cliche they'll only use like three or four clips in there and they're things like you know the renegade cop the um uh embarrassing run in in like a romantic movie like when they meet each other they bump heads yeah. you know like all these wild cliches and um it's it's funny how how consistent it is oh funeral scenes where it'll show like a group of people at the funeral and then it'll pan out there'll be a single person it'll be it'll show them from yeah. the back watching the entirety of it and car chases and just just all also oh uh, uh buddies who die <laughs> um, and um, w- what struck me that I thought was really interesting about this movie is this one is by far reliant upon like occult uh, sim- symbolism yes. way more than anything I've ever seen in a Marvel movie. Well, well oh, oh, you know, so this movie was originally announced as eventually being a thing in summer of 2019. It's so about th- almost three years ago. Okay. In fact, maybe over three years ago at this point, because it was Comic Con of 2019. Okay. Um, and 
at the time, there's a different guy directing it. It wasn't Sam Raimi. Okay. And he was heavily advertising this as a Marvel horror movie. Okay, okay. Which is why um, then they had Sam Raimi step in, and he said he was going to make it less horror-y. Well, pretty, it was pretty horror-y. And it, 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 yeah, yeah. Right. I would, although it did definitely also remind me of um, your, your uh, classic line of, um, it's not it's not scary when you don't believe in. Well, no, no, that's certainly true. But it reminded me of, as far as, like I said, that symbology or uh, symbolism, whatever, the use of symbols. Yes. Um, I, you I, said I, like the Led Zeppelins also. Right, right. Well, well, no, no. That, that It reminded me of also seeing Tool when I saw Tool in like January. Um, that they use a lot of occult symbols as well, like stars and pyramids. And, and, um, I, you know, I'm not into that sort of thing myself or not, not like moved by it or whatever, but it does strike me about like, uh, like a symbol of a pyramid. How is it that that still has some sort of reverberation when you and I are so far divorced from a point at which pyramids are considered magical, fascinating, you know. So I, so well, if we're talking about the origins of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that has something to do with um math and how triangles work. Okay, these triangles were always used as this um because so it turns out Pythagorean's theorem is actually very useful in ancient Greece when they had to build stuff. Okay, it was I actually yeah, yeah. super because I remember I saw one video uh, about how they they would actually use it uh, to dig holes through mountains perfectly straight. Really? Yeah, I forgot how it was, but but basically, basically, it, it's it had something to do with being able to see the sunlight. They would pour certain amounts of water on the ground to make sure they weren't going up or down. Because it turns out if they were going up or down too much, they would miss it. Because what they would do is they would start two people at the same point, and they would use math to get them to meet in the middle using triangles. Okay. Like okay. triangles, it turns out in math are this crazy like are a law of themselves. And so then, like that's also that's also why that's why the pyramids are triangles. That's why roofs are triangles. They're this surprisingly strong shape. Like it's really, they're a very um, weirdly important aspect of of human lives. Well, I imagine it's they are remarkably structurally sound yes. in terms of, because well, but, and they're very easy to break down and to have a ratio of and to make a perfect. I, I, I guess you're right that, that in terms of understanding how to make the perfect triangle. The Pythagorean theorem. The Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> exactly. Um, so that what's interesting is, uh, um, so we, uh, you know, I usually don't have uh, TV on in the background, but we had a little TV on in the background yesterday, and it was William Shatner's um, doing some sort of. Oh, like, was he singing a song? No, 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 no. He wasn't. He wasn't. It was like uh, you know haunted houses and stuff like that. And just because I, I I haven't yet announced, but I kind of fell down like a conspiracy theory wormhole uh, a couple days ago, and I, I'm working my <laughs> way. Really, out. I was just saying, the Home Alone is. <laughs> so so I'm I'm working my way out of it. But um, one of the things that they had there was there's some sort of um, cathedral or church that has these 33 steps that are totally unreinforced. There's some sort of like strange. They they don't know exactly how it was made. They use some wood that's not there or that's not uh, available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, man, you know, and Molly was saying, you know, I don't, I don't know how that works or whatever. And I was like, I don't even know how a bridge works. <laughs> like, and this, this might be a question that's difficult to answer. Do you know how a bridge works? Kind of. So, <laughs> okay. I built a few of them. Okay. Um. So most of them are. are so most of it, it's. I don't know totally. Okay. But also, I just I mean, think like, a lot. Because I would say people still don't totally know how airplanes stay in the air. Like, there's still argument over, is it this reason or that reason? They just know when they hit the engine, it goes up and it stays up. 
Really? Think about that next time you're on an airplane. <laughs> like they they know like they know when we do this it works, but when they're trying to like make a more efficient process, they don't know why like they don't know enough about it to make the conclusion of if we make the wings this way, we'll make it go faster or slower without actually doing it. Like they need to test things. Like like, like they can't create a simulation of it. That is so crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Because well, like they can read like a hundred percent accurate simulation. Yeah. Well, just because I, I now, of course, I know nothing, <laughs> but I would have thought that it had something to do with like wind currents and wind patterns. It and does. But then how it works with the body of the um plane is the weird part, specifically the wings. Yeah, it's uh, fascinating. I, that there's a there's a lot of trial and error in um in <laughs> aircraft creation. That is so wild. Yeah. You know, that's um that's one of the things that I've been thinking about too is just the nature of uh, technological development um, over the course of time. If you think, what what is the the first plane? Is it in like uh, early nineteen hundred or something? Early 19, early nineteen hundred. Early nineteen. I would say World War One. They weren't even. I fell down an airplane rabbit hole in my sophomore year. Um, they were not. They were barely viable. Only used for scouting or for bombing, and the bombing ones were a suicide mission. So, uh, like, and they, here we are, one hundred and ten years ex- later, <laughs> exactly. and we've gone to space. <laughs> exactly. That's that is just yeah. so ridiculous because I we um uh, had a vague conversation about how um, unhealthy TikTok is and um it like your brain is not like if you look at the span of like human evolution humans evolve you know over the course of like hundreds of years yeah. and um and so but our technology has evolved like astronomically in the last 25 years yeah. when we were talking about the the simpsons uh, how you know that my first Which, way, we'll get back to dr strange we will we will <laughs> we will but my, my start on triangles <laughs> yeah my first interaction with the internet was my buddy jared downloading oh, that yeah. little like you know 24 second audio clip Audio clip. A, the audio clip of, you know, um, um, of Bart, Bart singing insane. a folk song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took John to the... And they... And the, like the fourth episode of The Simpsons. Right, 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 right. And um, and I just remember it feeling like it was, it was magic and us just laughing hysterically at it. And so then compare that to what's what's going on right now. And I know, I know last time I said I didn't want to talk about uh, social media being, you know, uh, bad or whatever. And it's not so much that it's bad, but we, then you think about TikTok and the fact that it is absolutely algorithmically, it, it is the best algorithm there is what right. is the most efficient algorithm there is right and um every time you open it there's new content there's no way that our brains have evolved between 25 years ago and now it can't physically have happened to be able to address that like the consequences of this sort of behavior uh, are really unpredictable and unfathomable i now n- notice i'm not um necessarily the sky is falling saying that it's bad necessarily what i'm saying is it's just unpredictable and we can't really say what that means except for its stimulation that's um that like like our our brains are not necessarily prepared for but i have a feeling we want to go back to dr strange has a lot of occult symbols it it does well okay the, the occult symbols well and the thing is about the i mean even think about it this way uh you know what he does at the wedding party when he first gets there he water into wine. He turns water, water into, into wine. wine. Well, and, and I feel like that was supposed to. That was a, that was a joke. That was a. 
Do you think so? Because I, yes, because I, I have seen enough Marvel. Co- well, I was happily surprised, by the way, at the lack of one-liners. Uh, me too. I thought the funny that, that was a very funny one-liner that his that his friend says when they they decide when they he realizes that dreams are um, like alternate realities, right. and he's like, you, "Oh, are oh, you they're running naked from a classroom." <laughs> So I, I, that that one did make me laugh. I, I thought that was very very clever. And um, the, okay, so so just to get back to the the basics, we'll we'll back away from the symbolism for just a few minutes. I did feel a little bit the way I did with Batman, or not Batman, but Aquaman, in that it's almost how do you top it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like they they are so powerful that the conflict is almost absolutely mitigated. Now, mind you, hmm. um, okay, okay, actually, I'll take that back. So after seeing the opening scene right. and then seeing the big octopus scene or yes. starfish scene or whatever, I was thinking that um, the conflict how was mitigated. How, how does it possibly become uh, at all tension-based if, in fact, they've got this massive superpowers? But they actually ended up doing a pretty good job yes. with um, – uh, by portraying the Scarlet Witch as having these specific powers, these 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 very specific unconquerable powers, right? Well, and the puzzle of getting back to their own universe. Yes. I felt that that was. Did you see any um uh Wizard of Oz stuff there though? In in the, like like. Well, the, now I'm gonna th- well now I'm gonna think about it because I let's um be, be, okay okay let's here, see. I'll, I'll tell you what I saw. Yes, at the very end. The ch- oh yeah yeah. Well well no 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 near the end um where where they actually say after okay so um what's it called um Doctor Strange right comes back frees uh America basically right. f- from from Wanda to a certain extent kind of like uh which, which it, by the way America Chavez that's the name the right, name of the right, character. Right, right. Is America Chavez goes back goes back through the portal is actually the weakest character kind of of them all at that point in time because he's well and he raises he he rises from the dead, um, but this is back to the the occult sort of yes. thing. Well, Annie he, he uses the power of de- harnesses the power of demon. Not only yes. does he you know uh, he uh, he resurrect himself right he uses the power of demons to fight to from the book of from the demon book right right. Um, but but then he says the power was in you all along that all of this whole road that we've traveled you could have done it yourself in the same way that at the end of Wizard of Oz when she wants the good witch to help her after the bad witch has been vanquished the good witch says this you could have done this the entire time yourself you actually had this power and you just had to go through this journey in order to recognize and be able to and I I, but hey, that, I, but I feel like though then that comes back to your um uh, your uh, hero's journey archetype. Like I, feel I, like I think that, I right. feel like then it's not it's not exactly. I feel like like it's not exact. Like that could also be Star Wars. Go on, okay. Um, I okay. It, I'm the with same you way that on the Luke, Luke thing, but always had the power to defeat the Emperor, but he needed to go on the journey in order to gain it, in order to realize it. Uh, uh, well, then no, I'm I'm gonna push back a little bit. I'm gonna say no. You're saying that Darth Vader always had the power to defeat the emperor because it's darth vader yes. who defeats the yes. emperor and not luke yes and okay okay yes. okay yeah yeah and, and so so darth vader is uh, which is the ultimate like mind twist is because ultimately what you're what you're expecting at return of the jedi i think is, is that luke. luke is going that this yes. is luke's story and it's been what a long they, day played a lot of water polo <laughs> <laughs> well, what they decide to do is mess with you and um, make it so that it's actually the um uh the perceived villain 
well, not, not just the perceived villain. I was going to say the it's the sa- salvation of Darth Vader is through his um, defeating the Emperor, which actually is cre- makes the that the the second or the third trilogy such a bummer. Because I feel like even though I I enjoyed them and I enjoyed them separately, it if, makes his sacrifice for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, if it it should have been, and I, I guess now they're talking talking about things in in trilogies instead of uh, because I guess uh, what's his name Tom Holland has signed on for another Spider Man trilogy, so you're, you're thinking yeah. of the story in threes. Whereas as they released all the Star Wars ones, you thought that it was an entire cycle of nine. Um, whereas, um, if you look at four, five, and six as a trilogy into itself, then seven, eight, and nine don't necessarily wreck it. But if you think of it, about it as an entire narrative, narrative with the beginning at one, right, right, which, which theoretically, even though the prequels um, are not nearly as good, if you begin at one and end at six, it is a complete narrative yes. that is the uh, rise and fall of, and rise, rise again, again of, Anakin. Of, of Anakin Skywalker and yes. or Darth Vader. So okay all right so um i feel like we've been uh unless you have something else to say we've been beating around the bush of um the certain group of characters that were introduced all right at the middle uh go okay go t- tell me more tell me more so all right so as they are uh multiverse hopping um and, and this is probably the biggest spoiler if it hasn't happened yet i would say should we take a short break so that you know we... what that's a good idea okay so if you don't if you've not by the way, since we've already wrecked the end, let's just assume that if if you if you know what the end is now and you don't want to know what the middle is, maybe <laughs> now fine. maybe now's the time to pause or continue. So we have, um, I believe, well, we have two important characters that were introduced. I would argue, well, and there are other characters in the group. But two that were surprising. Okay, so would I, that's interesting that you say that. I, I, well, I'm well, gonna... because I, well, well, all right. So let's see. So it's a uh, one, two. Oh, you didn't see what if? I did not. No, that's why. Okay, so all right, then never mind. All right, so then we all right. So just to uh, so we got um, I don't remember the number, but we'll run through. Okay, right, wait, wait, so... hold on. Uh, what if I know there was a small yes. conversation about it last so... night? Is it? Do you think that it's it's necessary no, or because okay. of what because of what happened to the two characters that oh. were associated with what if they died oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah not important okay i don't know so but, but they died in the alternate universe no too. they did not they um it, uh, all right so okay. all, right, all right so um let's we'll go character by character okay first we have um first we have peggy carter um, the, uh, who, who in this, in this new multiverse, um, that, uh, America Chavez took them to, which is a stupid name. Right. Okay. I, I, I feel like we need to stay. This is annoying me for a long time. The name America is absurd. Well, and also the thing that troubled me is as they make fun of Spider-Man's name, uh, you they make fun of America <laughs> and, and they introduce, which they introduce her. If we didn't have subtitles on, I would have thought she said, I'm Erica Chavez. Yes. But. But I mean, that's just a side note. Go on, go on. No, go on. no, no. And as they make fun of Spider-Man's name, right? And right, her and... name is America. Right. As right. she punches blue stars and stars and stripes into the sky. Do you think there's any significance why they would choose that name? Is, is um, she a character that is? She is a character in the. I I think it might be just a. Uh, I I don't know. I don't okay. know. 
Um, but and uh, 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 anyway, so so yeah, Peggy Carter, who um who so from what so her origin story, the what if with her is what if um Peggy became Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? Okay. And I'm a little bummed because I remember really liking that show. She's the same. She's Agent Carter, right? Yes. Yes, yes. she is. So I remember really digging that. And for them to just End bring it. her back temporarily. To uh, die. She, the, the actress must be super angry about I it. Because she got about two minutes in Avengers Endgame. And then she was also a voice. She was a voice in What If? And then she... And she was in the first Captain America, too. Yes, she was. Yes. And, um, uh, but anyway... Um, right, go on, sorry. I'm saying, but anybody, but yeah, so got, and and that's her, that's her, or like that's we got from what if she is female captain. I don't know, I I don't think we were um we weren't potting when I had to stop with you, but I remember my complaint about her specific because each episode's a one off. Mm. My complaint about her specific episode was that it made it it felt like it showed off um how out of um how out of um date or out of like how um. Uh, too old for their time. Some Marvel movies were after movies like Deadpool had come out. Like oh yeah, yeah, they, they were. How, like, how they it became was, like, cliches. Exactly. It was like this is a what? This is a twenty minute. This is the Cliff Notes of Captain America, and it's still boring. Right. I, I do remember that that conversation. And, um, I, I will yeah. say that I I I kind of had that sense. Um, and we'll get back to those characters. I promise. Yes. But um, I kind of had that sense with this movie too, because I was thinking, wow, you know, I wonder what it would be like to go back and watch like the first Iron Man after this. Would it be totally? Does it not? I mean, the okay. I th- I think Iron Man could still be interesting. Captain America and Stan. I that's boring. It's boring. Right. I can stand by that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I can have, okay, we got Agent yeah. Carter. Or, so we so we got Agent Carter. And, Carter and, then, and then we've got um the, the other the one that you didn't need any background, the one that uh the black guy from the first uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Because so at multiverse, multiple um chance for things happening. The same character um who so, so the same character who betrayed Doctor Strange in the first movie, it turns out he's a good guy in this one. He was a part of the group, and then there was um and and then there was I'll just rapid fire through the le- less important ones, and then there was um the uh and then there was a uh, Captain Marvel, from who was the same actress from Wandavision, if you remember the um if you the uh if you remember uh the black actress from Wandavision oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yep that's her same character and so both characters. There's also the one in WandaVision has powers, but this is a different one who has the same powers. Who's in this? There wasn't a lot of multiversal difference between these two, apparently. Interesting. Okay. All right, and then, um, all right, and then the shouting guy, and then and then there was the shouting guy, um, who was a member of the Inhumans, named Black Bolt, who's powers that he's got a very loud voice <laughs> and, and they must he, have been running out of powers at that point I, grows body hair <laughs> with great speed and and his, and you know what his wife's power is in the comics but, she's got about 13 feet of hair that's super strong no way yes. <laughs> yeah oh yeah um uh, uh, and then after that are the two big ones right, i would right. say after that um there is um mr fantastic and professor x do do we read into this that get it read do we read oh, it do, oh do, my do, god <laughs> do we read into this that uh krasinski will be the the will I be in the fantasy so. is that what be, i hope so because how these characters were used was incredibly disappointing okay they were on screen for probably 10 15 minutes yeah probably and then they all died their various unique deaths right you got like a, a split second of Richard's you got to as, see that they had powers right 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 like 
Like, I believe Reed Richards, like, reached out to, like, touch Wanda, and then he just exploded into strings. Right, right. And so we did get to see him become Plastic Man or... Or, Mr. Black, or Black Bolt's one use of his power was um, killing himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> Wanda, like, covered his mouth, and so he just killed him. He just died. Right. And then, um, I see uh, the Captain Marvel character and Agent Carter, they had their moments to shine. They mm. were doing some cool stuff and got chopped in half. Right, that's that's a that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, like that like yeah. It was very disappointing for a group of um very exciting characters. Right. Yeah, I, I that seems to be seemed to be just there for advertising. Yeah, yeah, I, I would think that. Yes. I would think that. I did think that um are we are we done with that that yes, aspect of yes. this? I thought when they were flying through all of the different dimensions, all the different multiverses, that was pretty incredible. That was pretty doggone sweet. Yeah. It, it, because it, they gave you just enough of a tease of each one to kind of, you know, think about what it was yes. and then to land at the one that they did land at was was really really cool. Really cool. And um, there was like the paint one where they're all made the paint. Oh yeah, 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 and the cartoon one. Yes. Yeah, no, I I thought that was that was sweet and it reminded me that this would have been a killer 3d movie but it's almost so awesome that the 3d wouldn't be necessary because you could yeah. practically you know like uh, you can imagine it coming right, right at you right yeah. exactly yeah but the, um oh, oh yeah let's see anything else about the movie um uh the end credit scene was interesting um if not immediately fulfilling given that you know who what, was who was that character? What about the cliffhanger with the eye? With the eye. All we... right. So I feel like that's going to end up being a more disappoint. I will not disappoint. I feel like it's a good idea to check our expectations for that, given that um the one scene and then the following bit with him using it again made me see, made it seem to imply that that one bit is a one off like phase. And I mean maybe we're getting another evil Doctor Strange. Sinister Strange. Sinister, thank you, Sinister. Uh, Which, by the way, that was that was the other what if character was Sinister Strange. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, so, when did you see when they walked in? There was that um, like big swirling globe, that uh, big swirling white vortex thing in his office. Oh yeah, I did. Actually, I actually did. I saw it in the yes. background. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that Strange's backstory is that he. All right. So the difference when in his thing because there is a. That's also the thing too. Where it's like, wait, I was thinking this has to be a different Strange. Because it doesn't work, but it also so his Christine died in a car crash where he also got injured. So his magical journey was him trying to reverse time to save her. Okay. And so in the process, he created all of these paradoxes and then also found the dark hold, created more paradoxes, and then eventually the universe was destroyed, and then his solution was to contain it in that. But he has to remain there forever. How much Doctor Strange have you read? Uh, a little bit here and there. Why? Okay. I, I'm just curious that that you have a lot of knowledge of this backstory. That was in What If. Oh, oh, okay. That was okay, What If. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That was, was all. That was all What If. Okay, because I don't think I've ever read a Doctor Strange comic. So I, 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 I read a 25th. I read I, I read a 2018 run and a 2016 run. Okay. How did you choose them? Uh, be, uh, because so, uh, when, when I was super into reading Marvel comics, um, 2016 was, I started reading in middle of 2020 and 2016 was, uh, and, and 2016 was a reboot year. 
So I found the series that I wanted to read that um, began um, dur- um, uh, during or after 2016, and I would read two issues from each one, and then and I would sort by release date, read two issues from each one, and just move up the list. Okay. So mm-hmm. eventually I hit um, Doctor Strange. Okay, okay. So I feel like we should probably put Doctor Strange to bed for a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we've uh, done it. Uh, unless there's there's more to add. I'm sure that something else will pop up. Basically, what I would say is thumbs up. Yes. And it does make me very intrigued about Thor. Because, yes. um, because if they did, if they were this strong with that, with this, then I imagine they're going to bring the heat for that one yes. too. And, and it's Taika Waititi who, right. did, um, who did, of course, the other one, but then also did Jojo Rabbit. Right, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, but you know what we're watching? The kills that he is responsible for is Reservation Dogs on Hulu. Oh, yeah. It is so good. We're, uh, we're, I think we're on episode four and there are only eight, but it's about these kids on a Native American reservation. I think yes. Indian reservation is what you're supposed to say nowadays. I think that there's been a change back to Indian. Um, but it is so, so, I, my, my, as always, my adjectives are failing. I was going to say so, so good. But it is, um, it's so thoughtful and heartfelt and funny, but tragic and sad at the same time uh, to see, um, you know, youth, youthful, like exuberance, but also this youthful understanding of the way the world works and the way in which they've been dealt this hand. Um, it's just, uh, I, I would highly, highly recommend it. And it is, um, it's just eight 25 minute episodes or something like that. It's got a lot of, uh, is it fantastic realism or fantasy realism? Or uh, what's, what's the word? There's a word what for it. In, well, like they, um, there is a, um, like a native American spirit. Oh, like, this, like, 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 like smoke. Magical, magical, realism. magical realism. That's, that's what the expression is for it, but not too much, but enough to be kind of silly and kind of interesting. Um, I, I highly recommend it. And he is the primary like creative force behind it. All right. Uh, that's Taiki, Taika Waititi. Yes. Who's also responsible for Thor and also, um, what we do in the shadows, which I haven't oh, seen really? yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like a yeah, vampire. That, yeah, that, that's thing. gotten just great, like great. Thumbs up all around. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to have like the, the, the golden touch, yes. um, with regard to, um, creativity. He seems to have a good sense of humor about yeah. him. I mean, about from him, what I can tell, yeah. cause he's also in free guy too. Yep. He has a little funny role yeah. in it. That's also kind of self deprecating, but I mean, he was Hitler and Jojo rabbit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have not yet seen it and I know I probably should. I mean, and he was also uh, the rock guy from Thor Ragnarok, the guy who's like all made of rocks. Yeah, has yeah. a bug buddy. That was him in a mocap suit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that he had some role in it. I just yes. didn't know which one that he was in it. Well, I, I like that him. that uh, that vocab mocap mocap. <laughs> That's motion the, capture. Motion from... capture. All right, but uh, I, I I just watched uh, the first episode of, of uh, Umbrella Academy, the new season three. I haven't seen any of it, so and I it's can... so good. Okay, it is, okay. It is um the the first episode uh definitely it brought its game. Okay, it and was then... very, but it, and also uh it also it will be interesting. Well, you know, all my life I've been a fiend for getting a monkey butler. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I bet. I know. I bet. For, for decades, I've I said bet. that that would be that if, if, if I had, you know, those memes where, where it says, like, um, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't tell anyone, but there would be signs. <laughs> put a, the monkey put a, butler. Put a monkey in a tux. <laughs> make, make sure to cover up his butt, though. We don't want him flinging poop when he's bringing me my food. 
<laughs> this goes he'll, he'll just go scavenging for graces right, well speaking of speaking of monkey butlers what a what a funny transition so i'm still i'm reading that the second elvis book which <laughs> he doesn't have a much sadly um in 19 you know 63 the the monkey training hasn't come to the point that they um that they're able to be butlers but he liked his monkey but he had a monkey and his monkey was scrappy and um scrappy had <laughs> a bad was, was that the name or the attitude <laughs> <laughs> well scrappy had a bad bad habit of looking up um ladies skirts <laughs> And, um, the, and so that like there would be parties or times where Elvis wasn't, where there was like no conversation going on and they'd be like, yeah, it wouldn't have been any fun if not for Scrappy. <laughs> I kid you not. And, um, so, so that, but, but I tell you what, boy, if that the first book made it, you it, it really got depressing fast, the first book makes you empathize with Elvis. You know, I was thinking, wow, he's a great guy. I've been wanting to listen to the music and all that sort of thing he becomes a monster immediately and it was i mean you i I mean you talked about the pills last week oh yeah well and that that was just for the first 50 or so pages where you know and it it, i felt like it was just foreshadowing that things were going to get bad but no things things are awful and it was interesting because reading the first book i had like elvis on in the background you know during the entire time listening to those first three or four albums and like i don't want to listen to the albums from 1962 or 64 or whatever i did listen to the 68 comeback special but that was before i read about evil elvis and i don't know I, i don't know if i'm i'm ready for um more Elvis and I got another 400 pages left but so I'm sure I'll report back about that later on funny that we could transition via the monkey butler via the monkey butler well John Lennon never got a monkey butler but I'm still on his part of the book um and I found out about um a fascinating little piece of music history called Skiffle oh yeah 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 the little little kind of the beginning of um like music as we know it today kind of rock and roll kind of rock like it's it's like a bridge between folk and rock and roll yeah and it's yeah it's it's like folk but faster and with kind and with like just more chords it's it's like it's like in but it also kind of feels like in how they describe it like in between like folk and just straight up orchestrated music Mm -hmm. where it's a little more there's a little more um uh, uh it's like substance or like um like, like it's more rigid there's more stuff that ha- like it's more um constructed than folk but less constructed than like an orchestrated piece yeah they were initially a skiffle band yes and i think the kingsman is that the quarrymen quarrymen that's Quarrymen's. that's that's yeah. close though yeah. yeah well that that was the one non um uh Paul McCartney's song that Paul McCartney did was a quorumant song. And um, I, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but that was the moment that we decided to go to the bathroom. Good just, idea. Just because I knew, well, I knew it was two and a half. Well, we, we got the good ADA seats. Uh, yeah. And so we were right there by the bathroom. And you're like, oh, may as well. And, well, and I knew it was coming. I knew exactly when to go. Well, you, well of course you did your. Yeah, you did I, did, your I, did the, I did the research. And so, um, so yeah, so we got Elvis stuff. We got um, currently John Beatles Lennon. Stuff. Eventually, will be General Beatles. Right, it's a big book. He moves one beetle at a time. <laughs> um, and honestly, I I don't got much else. With, with that being said, I imagine we'll give we'll get some updates um, next time. I I got a trip to. Well, actually, you know what? I, I think by the next time that we talk, I will have been to. Um, Bo- oh no no! It'll it'll be Texas. And so we'll come back. I'll t- maybe we'll talk a little bit about barbecue. We'll see. We'll see. Hope- which which the Germans started. 
interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. May, may I ask? Well, hold on. That is uh, German immigrants. Right, right, right. But factually, how? What it? So, so why, why, why did you bring that up necessarily? More fun facts. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought I thought it was relevant to something else German that we'd possibly. I'm reference. like you did say. Um, oh, 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 oh no! Yeah, you mean my tone and the emphasis on German? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 okay, no, well, no, 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 no. Just because the only German thing that we referenced was Hitler. I was sure you were like that one in this column. <laughs> no. Okay, so no. Okay, with that, we'll say uh, once in a while you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right. See you guys around.